I'm Shalif. <laughs> and I'm Abby. And this is an episode of the Slightly Credibles. Credibles. Was I supposed to come in on that? I'm not <laughs> <That's> sure. <laughs> and today we have a special guest. Woo! <laughs> Hi, Caitlin! Hello, my name is Caitlin. <laughs> this is Caitlin. <laughs> so, Caitlin, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I am a hairdresser from Eugene, Oregon. <laughs> I, yes. grew up, I grew up with Shalee. Yeah, we've been like best friends since fifth grade. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Long time. Yeah. And I've heard so much, so many, all the stories. Oh my gosh. Oh, and this is very exciting for me personally. <laughs> Before we get too far, I also want to mention that we're recording this during the COVID 19 pandemic lockdown. So we're recording remotely. And if you hear any strange background noises, we apologize in advance um, and we'll do our best to edit them out, but we can't guarantee all of it. So, so live with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Caitlin did a pretty good job introducing herself, but I think I'll do do it too. Caitlin's a hairdresser. She's like one of the best, and that's not me being biased. She really is. Aww. She's also into theater. She directs children's theater and involved in music at the Pleasant Hill Jazz Festival. And she's really into nerdy stuff like Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, yeah. Doctor Who. Who was your doctor? <laughs> Who's your favorite doctor? I don't have a favorite. Wow. Oh, snap. That's a choice. I love <laughs> yeah. that. I love that. I did not expect that. Wow, I love that. They all contribute wonderful new layers to the character, so I enjoy all of them. You're on a next level. That's next level <laughs> spiritual stuff. Like, wow. Uh, anything new with you, Abby? Um, besides the hair on the top of my head being missing. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We were recording when you, like, okay, how is the hair on your head missing? Well, okay, I've been seeing all these videos of girls at home cutting their bangs and they look so good. And I'm like, whoa, okay, you know what? This whole time I've been like, I'm not going to cut my bangs. I'm going to go. It's like, what, five bucks to get them recut by the girl that cuts them. It's no big deal. Uh, this time I'm like, maybe I could do it. And I believed in myself and maybe that was false hope, but I don't have regrets. You know, that's how I want to live my life. I don't have regrets, that's good. but, <laughs> but yeah, I, I cut out a giant chunk of hair from my bangs and it doesn't look good. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't look good, but you I know, mean, the, it's not that bad. Yeah. And I can always like part it and just kind of look a little like colonial. Oh my god! Hey! Oh my gosh! You have no idea what a great segue that is. <gasps> yeah! Shut up! <laughs> All right, oh, go ahead. Oh, and perfect. I picked up tarot card reading lately, guys. So maybe I'm psychic. <laughs> wow! Okay, sorry, but yes, colonialism somehow that's yes. going to relate. So we today are going to learn about the. Lost Colony of Roanoke. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> dun, dun, Shut dun. up. Have you heard that of this? That sounds so familiar. Ooh. Roanoke? Mm-hmm. Was that? Oh, oh, oh. Was that? I don't watch that show, but I think it was. Was it on America? Not America. 
American Horror Story? There was, there was a reference Story? to it on American Horror Story. There was a... Oh, or, okay. Yeah, there was, a, like, an American Horror Story bit with that. Ooh. There's actually been a lot of pop culture that has dipped into this mystery, so... Ooh. Yes. So, American Horror Story is one. The one I am more familiar with is Supernatural. So, oh. Aha. Mm-hmm. <gasps> uh-huh. <laughs> the Lost Colony of Roanoke. The story begins in 1585. Oh my gosh. I feel like we're playing Dungeons and Dragons right now. (laughs) You're our dungeon master and we're about to begin. Yes! (laughs) But it's like a horror story. Dungeon master. There we go. I won't interrupt anymore. That's okay. Uh, So it starts when Sir Walter Raleigh was recruited by the queen to form a colony in the Americas, the first of its kind, and they they head on over the sea to the Americas and end up landing on an island. So they don't settle on the mainland because there's too many Native Americans that they have to worry about. So they settle on an uninhabited island off the coastline of North Carolina. And so that's kind of the, the beginnings of it. They create this settlement, this colony, on what they call Roanoke Island. So they set up shop there, and things weren't going so well because Sir Walter Raleigh decides that the neighboring island with the Croatoan Native Americans weren't honoring him as they should, as he is this, you know... (laughs) Sir Walter Raleigh, he is important, and these Native Americans don't give a care. As they shouldn't. He he basically lived by the, like, shoot first, ask questions later motto. Oh, please. uh, Created really, really bad relations with them. Uh, The caucasity! The caucasity! That's a mix of Caucasian and audacity! (laughs) The caucasity! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, they're like, you know what? This isn't working out. This is hostile territory. So they peace out. Yeah, because they ruined it. And they go back to England. Because, oh, God. Yeah, because they ruined it. (laughs) So then the queen's like, no, no, no. I want a colony over in the Americas. So she sends Governor John White. Oh, my God. This time around, um... It's actually, like, families that are going. The first time it was just, like, a bunch of explorers, a bunch of men. Men. (laughs) Just men. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. That's a great idea. this time they send, like, families. But this time, Governor John White's kind of the head of the expedition. And they load up these boats. And there's, I want to say, around 115 people total. And they head back to Roanoke Island. John White is like, we need to mend relations if this is going to work. So he works really hard at peaceful relations with the Native Americans. And they end up with, for the most part, like, things are pretty good. Like, things settle down. There's a a few tribes that aren't, aren't as chummy with the settlers. But on the whole, things are good. So they arrived on Roanoke in 1587 in August. So, and they're settling in and they're quickly discovering that they don't have the time or resources to get enough food and things to survive the winter. Oh, that's good. So, uh, not 
long after they get there, honestly, a few months, still within the year of 1587, John White gets a crew of people back onto one of one of their ships to go back to England to get more supplies. Basically, like, hey, things aren't working out. Oh. And he left behind his, like, his wife, his daughter and granddaughter. Like, his whole family. Wait, he just pieces out? No, he's... He's like, yeah, well, I'm going back well, no, to get supplies. Yeah, yeah, they're like, send him off to the get leader. supplies. We're talking yeah. about men here, Shelly. We're talking <laughs> about the leader. men here. Like, shouldn't he, like, stay there and be like, okay, uh, you go back? You would think, or... right? But no, he doesn't stay. I knew I didn't trust John White from the beginning. <laughs> so then, John White goes, goes back home, and when he gets there, he discovers that England is now... In war with Spain. Great. And because of this, they don't have the resources to send him and the supplies back. And he has to wait three years before he yeah, can Yeah, that's have why that. he should have stayed. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. If I was his wife, I I'd be pissed. I'd be like, right? you left me here. You left. <laughs> they mm-hmm. probably thought he died. Or maybe... Maybe she was like, oh, thank God. Maybe he'll never come back. <laughs> then she starts shacking up with him. Yeah, exactly. Maybe she's been really into this, like, Sokatoa tribe guy. What was it? Who, what, what tribe is it? I don't remember. Croatoan. <laughs> yeah, maybe he was, she I mean, was up yeah. with him. Who knows? He's, like, hot exactly. yeah. and, like, can hunt. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I'm happy and for her. And can braid hair, probably. I like that this is the story we come up with for her. It's awesome. So, this is where things get a little tricky. So finally, three years later, he's able to get a, a crew and supplies, and they head back to Roanoke Island. When they return in 1590, in August... There's nobody there. It's empty. So the settlement is there, but there are no people. What? And all they can find is carved into a wooden post in the settlement, Croatoan. Interesting. (laughs) The entire settlement, the last colony of Roanoke, they just disappeared. They're gone. Wait, Croatoan? Like mm-hmm. the Native Americans? And to this day, nobody knows what happened to them. So she probably did have a huge crush on the guy, and they ran away together, <laughs> and then they had tons of cute little babies. Well, that is one of the theories. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh my god! I, see, I am psychic. So what happened next to John White? He believed that that was the colony telling him that they were headed over to hang out with the Croatoan Native Americans. And so he was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, so he, what he wanted to do was get the crew together and to head out to Croatoan Island, find his family. However... All the men on the ship were like, nah, man, this is this is crazy. We want to go home. So they were not about to <laughs> just sail into the unknown to find some Native Americans when they are super creeped out by the fact that there's this deserted no. colony. 
Yeah, there's nothing there. I wonder yeah. if it was super creepy. Yeah, well, I can only yeah. imagine it had to be just, like, desolate and ugh. So, yeah, so basically yeah. They, they stayed one night, gathered up supplies, and then just headed back to England. What? He left again? Yep. He wow. didn't look again? Well, he, how is he supposed to force the entire crew? When, He's like, the leader! Yeah, oh, my god! They would have just, like, chucked him overboard. <laughs> Still, he should have stayed and looked. You oh, know, my I gosh. Know. I know. What if, what if Croatoan, they just left a message, and they were just, like, gone shopping, yeah. peace out, and then they, like, come back, and it, yeah, they I never mean, knew. And they were only gone they, for, like, an they, hour. <laughs> They were just gone an hour. Come on! (laughs) Everyone else leaves. Worst timing in history ever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So then he heads back, and I want to say it was two other times. Then Sir Walter Raleigh, who led the initial expedition was determined to find the Lost Colony, and he went out on two separate expeditions to try and find them and was hit with with bad weather and, I don't know, a little bit of maybe poor navigation, but he never was able to find the Croatoan Island. He wanted to go. He had an idea of where they might be. He had a theory, uh, Sir Walter Raleigh, and wanted to go a third time. However... Before he could make that next trip, he was actually arrested for treason. Uh-oh. Apparently, it was believed he was going to try and usurp the throne in some capacity. Yeah, and that doesn't he was surprise me. Arrested for treason and and executed before he could go on a third expedition to try and find the lost colony. So the first theory, which is honestly <laughs> aliens. <laughs> The first theory, most likely, is aliens. Not aliens. It's aliens. Uh, it. The first theory is as as John White believed that they were having trouble making it through the winter, and because they had mended relations with the Croatoans, they went to live with them. There is some historical findings to back that one up. Most likely, from what they have found. That the colony split into two groups. One group went to Hatteras Island, which is where the Native Americans of the Croton tribe lived. And then a second group went into the mainland off of North Carolina and settled in with some Native Americans there. That would be nuts, too, though. Think about that. You think you're coming to form a colony, and then all of a sudden you're part of this whole other culture. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's completely different. In 1998, (laughs) some archaeologists discovered some some items in in the the area that would have been the Native American tribes on Hatteras Island. Things that would have been from settlers, not from Native Americans. So some rings, some some tools, and some weapons, some swords and things that were. Um, definitely not Native American in origin, they found in excavating these areas. Okay. There's even in 1600s and 1700s 
some colonists that came over have accounts saying that they met Native Americans that had blue or gray eyes or had blonde hair, lending to the theory that they kind of integrated into the tribes themselves and became part of the tribes. Uh, Another less happy theory is that the Crotones attacked them and captured them as slaves. That one could be really realistic, but, I mean, to me, if you think about it, like, if they're going to come and attack the colonists, why would they carve Crotone in English letters on a wood post? Yeah. Evidence. It doesn't (laughs) seem to make sense to me, unless somebody, like, hid away... And, and snuck in and called it in later. Like, what? <laughs> like, let's... Yeah. That one yeah, what? Like, so, I... Yeah. Although it would... Honestly, maybe it's not that sad, because they did, like, kind of infiltrate their area, right? So maybe since they, like, infiltrated them, they're like, oh, you don't have a leader? Oh, here we come. <laughs> I mean, and, like, that, down they go. That's a, that's a good point. <laughs> And then they and then they mark it. They so tag I'm like it, happy like, for them. Boom, Crotoin. Cro- yeah. How do you spell this? How Come back. Y'all got something else to say. Yeah. Try us one more time. We got your women. The third theory is the Dare Stones. So the Dare Stones were some stones that were discovered in the early 1900s. The first stone is debated as being real, whereas there's a few after that are debated as being falsified. But the idea is that there was a stone discovered that had an an inscription on it from John White's wife saying that they had gone to live with the Native Americans. It could have been just somebody doing a hoax, wanting some fame, being like, I found these crazy stones. Now we know what happened to the lost colony. Nobody really, mm. really knows. But it's debated that the first stone is is potentially true. Um, and then the following stones to be falsified. Because who's really going to take the time to just, like, carve out in stone the lives of the lost colony <laughs> Roanoke. Like, that's odd. Yeah. So, where did they yeah, find the stones? Issue. Do you know? Uh, I, I don't recall. I want to say off the coastline of North Carolina. Because I feel like they would have, like, left it right where they left the thing that said Croatoan. Right, you would think. And be but, like, hey, yeah. mail, yeah. we're here. Now we get into the fun theories. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. So the next two theories uh, both kind of inspire separately episodes of Supernatural. So, wow. so my uh, favorite uh, theory uh, is that they were attacked by a w- Wendigo. A Wendigo? Huh. I've heard yeah. of those. So a Wendigo is a Native American folklore creature. It's like a tall, like excessively tall, lanky creature. That's creepy. A a Wendigo is a created creature that was once a person. So Wendigos are formed when they have to resort to cannibalism. And it corrupts the soul and creates an insatiable hunger for people 
without ever, you know, it's insatiable. It never, it's never satisfied. So they... Wait, why is this your favorite? (laughs) Because it's so cool and creepy. Because cannibalism. (laughs) So a Wendigo is is described as a tall creature that can get upwards of 15 feet, but not always, with glowing eyes, fangs, and claws, and has the lingering stench of, of decomposition. And they're really stealthy and really good hunters. So the theory is that that the colonists, through the this harsh winter of their first winter, had to resort to cannibalism to survive, which in turn corrupted them, turning them into Wendigos. And the idea about the Croatoan is that it was uh, a Native American beast that attacked them is supposed to be the like pointing huh. the finger kind of thing at, at them and he's like marking this area he's like I checked already I ate all the food here moving <laughs> on it's just like a note to sell yeah yeah you know so uh, and the idea this is actually a from what I read a pretty popular theory with Native Americans for what happened to the last colony so the next theory is is pretty closely tied with the Wendigo This is the one that you see in an episode of Supernatural. The theory is that it was a demonic virus that swept through the colony, which could have presented itself in in two different ways. The first way is this idea that everybody just kind of went crazy and started killing each other. They were just out to, to kill each other. That theory is actually seen in an episode of Supernatural in Oregon, the, the other part of the theory is that it it was a virus, but turned them all into zombies. Yeah. And, and they all ate each other. There's a lot of... Cannibalism has been a common theme here. <laughs> yep. That, that's the, the grossest ones to me, at least. Yeah, those are nasty. So, so and then the final theory, which splits into two, is, is my favorite. Oh! <gasps> So the final theory comes down to a discovery in 2012 from the British Museum. They took a map that that John White was instrumental in creating of the coastline of North Carolina and the Roanoke Island and, and the... Crotoan Islands there. They saw that there was a a little ways inland on the map. So there's the, the coastline and then there's this kind of river that jets in, in inland a bit. And at the end of this river, there's a small part of the map that looks like it's been like patched or it looks a little off from the rest. So they did like UV lighting and things and scanned the the map and discovered that there was a hidden fort marked on the map. Oh. They believe it's possible that the colony moved inland and John White knew it, marked it on the map in a in a patch where he would know where to look to find it later while still hiding it from the eyes of of England. So they think that the colony wanted to hide away from British 
influence and that the whole thing was a cover. Oh, that's fun. So then the second part to that final theory is what Abby has been waiting for this whole time. Oh my God, I'm his wife? (laughs) Oh no, aliens! Aliens! (laughs) I totally forgot! (laughs) Aliens! On the map, map, just under the markings of the fort, there is a red circle, which some believe is an indication of a flying saucer. What? And that the last colony was actually picked up by aliens and live the rest of their lives somewhere off of this planet. <gasps> yeah! I'm, en- I'm, I'm ending the Zoom call. That's all we need to know. I'm ending the Zoom call. That's it! That's what happened! That's the best theory. That's yeah, the best one. The best That's the best they one. disappeared because they joined the aliens. Yes. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. This was The Slightly Credibles. I'm Shalee. I'm Abby. And we want to say thanks to Caitlin. Yay! You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Incredibles podcast.